Welcome to the Ashenden Anemometer as at the 22nd of October 2021. All sitting comfortably? Good! Not quite time to light the fire yet. I hope you've all gotten your stocks in for the winter. And why did I not expect a certain person to pipe up? Yes, I did say stocks, not socks. But both do apply. Remember, there's no fuel like an old fuel, and they're all going to be banned, eventually. Good cop or bad cop 26? Hmm, I'm with good old Queenie on this one. All talk. Meantime, speaking of fuel, it's a good job that that new jump lead in from Norway got connected up. The burnt out one on the south coast, the IFA interconnector site, is out of action with 500 megawatts due back online for next May and the final 1,500 megawatts back in two years' time. Hmm. Perhaps my earlier retort on being interrupted should have referenced sockets as well as socks. Incidentally, did anyone watch the first series of Cobra about the disaster caused by a burnt-out transformer? And you thought it was fiction. I digress, but only slightly. This month's maximum gust was 44.1 miles per hour from the southeast at 19.30 hours on the 2nd. A period of sustained gusting nearly all that day. Uh, That's more like it. However, with few chimneys or indeed bonfires lit, both at Telltales, smoke or otherwise, were absent. Rainfall was 96.5 millimetres. Again, most of that around the second, nigh on three and three quarter inches, or for those of you looking for something different, five hundred thousandths of a nautical mile. The cat cams around the AA site are showing our intrepid furry mogmometers forays in the early hours to be regular and uninterrupted. However, word has reached us on the grapevine that a savvy savannah cat has been accompanying him on his rounds. I mention these early excursions as it seems to be the reason for his unusually prodigious amount of daytime sleep, occasionally peppered with requests for tuna. That's not pepper tuna. He's not into that. Just a smattering of tuna, uh, waitrose in spring water, across his beef makes for his much-favoured turf and surf. Then it's a brief bit of gardening and back to sleep in the stripes of sunshine. Do have a look at the online photo. His moderate behaviour reflecting moderate clement conditions. Or is it something to do with a savannah cat companion being female? Oh, surely not. Air quality reports for our monitor continue to show very little pollution. Air quality indices registering 1.5, that's 15, as I type. Compare that with Beijing at 143, must do better, or Glasgow at 21, or Sydney at 26. Not bad either of you. The storm glass continues to fluff up just like the surrounding skies. Plumes presaging pleasant purlieus. No, alliteration is not dead. 
I've just been giving the editors a break from their ibuprofen. Let's sum up this month. Maximum gust, 44.1 miles per hour. Feeling much more like home. Beaufort, a sick note received. There's no smoke without fire. Rain gauge, 96.5 millimetres. Our records, as ever, more at sea. Hectorisation, moderate conditions set to prevail. Or maybe not. Fitzroy Stormglass, going great, giving general grandeur glimpses. You remember grandeur glimpse when he was a private? At least I tried. Alliterations? Well, it's your turn to count. Now it's time again for strange storms. And today we have reached F. F is for Fifi. As humorous as her name sounds, you won't hear it again referring to an Atlantic storm. She was so bad her name's been erased from use, really. Hurricane Fifi, uh, later known as Hurricane Orlean, when it crossed into the Pacific, was a cataclysmic tropical cyclone that killed over 8,210 people in Honduras in September 1974, ranking it as the third deadliest Atlantic hurricane on record, only behind Hurricane Mitch in 1998 and the 1780 hurricane. Fifi is also the first billion dollar hurricane not to make landfall in the US. Fifi impacted nine countries, leaving over 8,200 fatalities and $1.8 billion, that's uh, 1974 US dollars, 9.45 billion, 2021 US dollars in damages. If you got that, that was 1.8 billion at the time, but effectively nearly 10 billion today of damages. Most of the loss of life and damage occurred in Honduras, where rainfall from the hurricane, peaking at around 24 inches, 610 millimetres, triggered widespread flash flooding and mudslides. In a single town, between 2,000 and 5,000 people were killed overnight after a massive flood inundated the area. Fifi brought continuous rainfall to the area for three days, hampering relief efforts in what was the worst disaster in Honduras's history at the time. In nearby Guatemala, an additional 200 people were killed by severe flooding, making Fifi the worst hurricane to impact the country in nearly 20 years. Following the catastrophic damage wrought by the storm, Relief agencies from around the world flew in emergency supplies to assist the hundreds of thousands of homeless people. Countries closer to Honduras, such as the United States, set up city donation centres that would send supplies to the country. In efforts to prevent the spread of post-storm diseases, the government allowed the burning of bodies as they were recovered. In a single day, up to 6,000 bodies were burned. 
Due to the extreme damage and loss of life, the name Fifi was retired from the list of Atlantic hurricane names and has not been used since. Numerous other nations and relief agencies joined in the effort to aid Honduras in what was considered one of the largest relief operations in history. Donation centres were set up throughout major cities in the United States by the Honduran government. They planned to fill three planes and five or six ships with supplies that would be brought to the country. From Miami alone, 14 tonnes of relief goods were donated to Honduras. Roughly a month after the storm struck, the United States had donated roughly nearly £2 million. That's in weight. That's about 816,000 kilograms of relief supplies. Government agencies also began working on plans to revive the broken economy. An initial plan costing $5 million to restart the agricultural business was set up and another $15 million was set up to be given out as a two-year loan. The international effort did manage to raise a few eyebrows, a lighter note. One group of people from a Baptist church in Texas spent $30,000 on a custom-designed food wagon to distribute food to people in El Progreso, an area particularly badly hit. In some areas, residents did not know how to use certain supplies, such as toilet paper and tea bags, due to their culture and isolation from urban areas. A British helicopter team, good old Britain, dropped toilet paper and tea bags to the people of El Progreso, who being unfamiliar with both items, used the toilet paper as wrappers and the villagers smoked the tea. That's true. El Progreso, now a city with still unpaved streets, remains very much at the mercy of storms. Even today, it's still seeking to recover from a battering and flooding by Hurricane Mitch over a decade ago. Remember? that due to the extreme damage and loss of life, Fifi's name was retired from the list of Atlantic hurricane names. You won't hear it again. Well, that's all from me, Richard Phillips, basking triple glazed in the last of the autumn sunshine received at 158 metres above sea level before I now confidently repair to the 100 from my shandy. Oh, that triple glazing bit, by the way, it was fights at this time, but I'm still spelling colour, C-O-L-O-R, with a U. Oh, oops! I think the antibodies are kicking in. See you all real soon. Bye.